Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. Believe you can succeed and you will. Success means many wonderful positive things. Success means personal prosperity, a fine home, vacations, travel, new things, financial security, giving your children maximum advantages. Success means winning, admiration, leadership, being looked up by people in your business and social life. Success means freedom, freedom from worries, fears, frustrations, and failure. Success means self-respect, continually finding more real happiness and satisfaction from life, being able to do more for those who depend on you. Success means winning. Success, achievement is the goal of life. Every human being wants success. Everybody wants the best this life can deliver. Nobody enjoys crawling, living in mediocrity. No one likes feeling second class and feeling forced to go that way. Some of the most practical success building wisdom is found in that biblical quotation stating that faith can move mountains. Believe, really believe you can move a mountain and you can. Not many people believe they can move mountains. So as a result, not many people do. On some occasion, you've probably heard someone say something like, it's nonsense to think you can move a mountain. Move away by just saying, mountain, move away. It's simply impossible. People who think this way have belief confused with wishful thinking. And true enough, you can't wish away a mountain. You can't wish yourself into an executive suit. Nor can you wish yourself into a five-bedroom, three-bath house or the high-income brackets. You can't wish yourself into a position of leadership. But you can move a mountain with belief. You can win success by believing you can succeed. There is nothing magical or mystical about the power of belief. Belief works this way. Belief, the I am positive, I can attitude generates the power, skill and energy needed to do. When you believe I can do it, the how to do it develops. Every day, all over the nation, young people start working in new jobs. Each of them wishes that someday he could enjoy the success that goes with reaching the top. But the majority of these people simply don't have the belief that it takes to reach the top rings. And they don't reach the top. Believing it's impossible to climb high, they do not discover the steps that lead to great heights. Their behavior remains that of the average person. But a small number of these young people really believe they will succeed. They approach their work with the I'm going to the top attitude and with substantial belief they reach the top, believing they will succeed and that is not impossible. These folks study and observe the behaviors of senior executives. They learn how successful people approach problems and make decisions. They observe the attitude of successful people. The how to do it always comes to the person who believes he can do it. A young woman I'm acquainted with decided two years ago that she was going to establish a sales agency to sell mobile homes. She was advised by many that she shouldn't and couldn't do it. She had less than $3,000 in savings and would advise that the minimum capital investment required was many times that. Look how competitive it is, she was advised. And besides, what practical experience have you had in selling mobile homes? let alone managing a business, her advisors asked. But this young lady had belief in herself and her ability to succeed. She quickly admitted that she lacked capital and that the business was very competitive and that she lacked experience. But, she said, 
All the evidence I can gather shows that the mobile homes industry is going to expand. On top of that, I've studied my competition. I know I can do a better job of merchandising trailers than anybody else in this town. I expect to make some mistakes, but I'm going to be on top in a hurry. And she was. She had a little trouble getting capital. Her absolutely unquestioned belief that she could succeed with this business won her the confidence of two investors. And armed with complete belief, she did the impossible. She got a trailer manufacturer to advance her limited inventory with no money down. Last year, she sold over a million dollars worth of trailers. Next year, she says, I expect to gross over two million dollars. Belief. Strong belief triggers the mind to figure ways and means and how to and believing you can succeed makes other place confidence in you. Most people do not put much stock in belief, but some of the residents of Successfulville, USA do. Just a few weeks ago, a friend who is an official with the state highway department in Midwestern state related a mountain moving experience to me. Last month, my friend began, our department sent notices to a number of engineering companies that we were authorized to retain some firm to design eight bridges as part of our highway building program. The bridges were to be built at a cost of $5 million. The engineering firm selected would get a 4% commission or $200,000 for its design work. I talked with 21 engineering firms about this. The four largest decided right away to submit proposal. The other 17 companies were small, having only three to seven engineers each. The size of the project scared off 16 of these 17. They went over the project, shook their heads and said, in effect, it's too big for us. I wish I thought we could handle it, but it's no use to even trying. But one of these small firms, a company with only three engineers, studied the plans and said, we can do it will submit a proposal. They did and they got the job. Those who believe they can move mountains, do. Those who believe they can't, cannot. Belief triggers the power to do. Actually, in the modern times, belief is doing much bigger things than moving mountains. The most essential element, in fact, the essential element in our space exploration today is belief that space can be mastered. Without firm, unwavering belief that men can travel in space, our scientists would not have the courage, interest, and enthusiasm to proceed. Believe that cancer can be cured will ultimately produce cures for cancer. Currently, there is some talk of building a tunnel under the English Channel to connect England with the continent. Whether this tunnel is ever built depends on whether responsible people believe it can be built. Believe in great results is the driving force, the power behind all great books, plays, scientific discoveries. Belief in success is behind every successful business, church, and political organization. Belief in success is the one basic, absolutely essential ingredient of successful people. Belief, really believe you can succeed and you will. Over the years, I've talked with many people who have failed in business ventures and in various careers. I heard a lot of reasons and excuses for failure. Something especially significant unfolds as conversations with failures develop. In a casual sort of way, the failure drops a remark like, to tell the truth, I didn't think it would work. Or, I had my misgivings before I even started out. Or actually, I wasn't too surprised that it didn't work out. The okay, I'll give it a try, but I don't think it will work attitude produces failures. This belief is negative power. 
when the mind disbelieves or doubts, the mind attracts reasons to support the disbelief. Doubt, disbelief, the subconscious will to fail. The not really wanting to succeed is responsible for most failures. Think doubt and fail. Think victory and succeed. A young fiction writer talked with me recently about her writing ambitions. The name of one of the top writers in her field came up. Oh, she said, Mr. X is wonderful as a writer, but of course I can't be nearly as successful as he is. Her attitude disappointed me very much because I know the writer mentioned. He's not super intelligent, nor super perceptive, nor super anything else except super confident. He believes he is among the best and so he acts and performs the best. It is well to respect the leader, learn from him, observe him, study him, but don't worship him. Believe you can surpass, believe you can go beyond. Those who harbor the second best attitude are invariably second best doers. Look at this way. Believe is the thermostat that regulates what we accomplish in life. Study the fellow who is shuffling down there in mediocrity. He believes he is worth little, so he receives little. He believes he can do big things that he doesn't. He believes he's unimportant, so everything he does has an important mark. As time goes by, lack of belief in himself shows through the way the fellow talks, walks, and acts. Unless you readjust his thermostat forward, he shrinks, grows smaller and small in his own estimation. And since others see in us what we see in ourselves, he grows smaller in the estimation of the people around him. Now look across the way at the person who is advancing forward. He believes he is worth much, and he receives much. He believes he can handle big, difficult assignments, and he does. Everything he does, the way he handles himself, with people, his character, his doubts, his viewpoints, all say, here is a professional, here is an important person. A person is a product of his own thoughts. Believe big, adjust your thermostat forward, launch your success offensive with honest, sincere belief that you can succeed. Believe big and grow big. Several years ago, after addressing a group of businessmen in Detroit, I talked with one of the gentlemen who approached me, introduced himself and said, I really enjoyed your talk. Can you spare a few minutes? I'd like very much to discuss a personal experience with you. In a few minutes, we were comfortably seated in a coffee shop, waiting for some refreshments. I have a personal experience, he began. That ties in perfectly with what you said this evening about making your mind work for you instead of letting it work against you. I never explained to anyone how I lifted myself out of the world of mediocrity, but I'd like to tell you about it, and I'd like to hear it, I said. Well, just five years ago, I was plodding along, just another guy working in the tool and die trade. I made a decent living by average standards, but it was far from my deal. Our home was much too small, and there was no money for those many things we wanted. My wife, bless her, didn't complain much, but it was written all over her that she was more resigned to her fate than she was happy. Inside, I grew more and more dissatisfied when I let myself see how I was failing my good wife and two children. I really hurt inside. But today, things are really different. My friend continued, today we have a beautiful new home and a two-acre lot and a year-round cabin a couple hundred miles north of here. There's no more worry about whether we can send the kids to a good college and my wife no longer has to feel guilty every time she spends money for some new clothes. Next summer, the whole family is flying to Europe and spend a month's holiday. We really are living. How did this all happen? I asked. It all happened, he continued. When to use the phrase he used tonight, I harnessed the power of belief. Five years ago, I learned about a job with a tool and die company here in Detroit. 
We were living in Cleveland at the time. I decided to lock into it, hoping I could make a little more money. I got here early on on Sunday evening, but the interview was not until Sunday morning. After dinner, I sat in my hotel room, and for some reason, I got really disgusted with myself. Why? I asked myself. Am I just a middle-class failure? Why am I trying to get a job that represents such a small step forward? I don't know to this day what prompted me to do this, but I took a sheet of hotel stationery and wrote down the names of five people I've known well for several years, who had far surpassed me in earning power and job responsibility. Two were former neighbors who had moved away to find subdivisions. Two others were fellows I had worked for, and the third was a brother-in-law. Next, again, I don't know what made me do this. Ask myself what to do with my five friends have that I don't have, besides better jobs. I compare myself with them on intelligence, but I honestly could not see that they excelled in the brains department. Nor could I truthfully say that they had beat me on education, integrity, or personal habits. Finally, I got down to another success quality here's a lot about initiative. Here, I hated to admit it, but I had to. On this point, my record showed I was far below that of my successful friends. It was now about 3 a.m., but my mind was astonishingly clear. I was seeing my weak point for the first time. I discovered that I had held back, had always carried a little stick. I dug into myself deeper and deeper and found the reason I lacked initiative was because I didn't believe inside that I was worth very much. I said that the rest of the night just reviewing how lack of faith in myself had dominated me ever since I could remember. How I had used my mind to work against myself. I found I had been preaching to myself why I couldn't get ahead instead of why I could. I had been selling myself short. I found this streak of self-deprecation showed through in everything I did. Then it dawned on me that no one else was going to believe in me until I believed in myself. Right then I decided I'm true feeling second class. From here on, I'm not going to sell myself short. Next morning, I still had that confidence. During the job interview, I gave my newfound confidence its first test. Before coming for an interview, I had hoped I would have the courage to ask for $750 or maybe even $1,000, more than my present job was paying. But now, after realizing I was a valuable man, I upped it to $3,500 and I got it. I sold myself because after that one long night of self-analysis, I found things in myself that made me a lot more saleable. Within two years after I took that job, I had established a reputation as the fellow who can get business. Then we went to a recession. This made me still more valuable because I was one of the best business getters in the industry. The company was reorganized and I was given a substantial amount of stock plus a lot more pay. Believe in yourself and good things do start happening. Your mind is a thought factory. It's a busy factory producing countless thoughts in one day. Production in your thought factory is under the charge of two four men, one of whom we will call Mr. Triumph and the other Mr. Defeat. Mr. Triumph is in charge of manufacturing positive thoughts. He specializes in producing reasons why you can, why you qualify, why you will. The other four men, Mr. Defeat, produces negative depreciating thoughts. He is your expert in developing reasons why you can't, why you're weak, why you're inadequate. His speciality is the why you will fail chain of thoughts. Both Mr. Triumph and Mr. Defeat are intensely obedient. They snap to attention immediately. All you need to do is signal either four men to give the slightest mental back and call. 
If the signal is positive, Mr. Triangle will step forward and you go to work. Likewise, your negative signal brings Mr. Defeat forward. To see how these two formats work for you, try this example. Tell yourself today is a lousy day. This signals Mr. Defeat into action and he manufactures some facts that prove you are right. He suggests to you that it's too hot or it's too cold. Business will be bad today, sales will drop, other people will be on edge, you may get sick, your wife will be in a fussy mood, Mr. Defeat is tremendously efficient. In just a few moments, he got you sold. It is a bad day. Before you know it, it is a heck of a bad day. But tell yourself, today is a fine day and Mr. Triumph is signaled forth to act. He tells you this is a wonderful day. The weather is refreshing. It's good to be alive. Today you can catch up on some work. And then it is a good day. In like fashion, Mr. Defeat can show you why you can't sell Mr. Smith. Mr. Triumph will show you that you can. Mr. Defeat will convince you that you will fail. Mr. Triumph will demonstrate why you will succeed. Mr. Defeat will prepare a brilliant case against Tom, while Mr. Triumph will show you more reasons why you like Tom. Now, the more you work and the more you give either of these two foremen, the stronger they become. If Mr. Defeat is given more work to do, he adds personal and takes up more space in your mind. Eventually, he will take over the entire top manufacturing division and virtually all thought will be of negative nature. The only wise thing to do is to fire Mr. Defeat. You don't need him. You don't want him around telling you that you can't, that you're not up for it, that you will fail, and so on and forth. Mr. Defeat won't help. You get where you want to go, so boot him out. Use Mr. Triumph 100% of the time. When any thought enters your mind, ask Mr. Triumph to go work for you. He'll show you how you can succeed. Between now and tomorrow, at this time, another 11 1,500 new customers will have made their grand entry into the USA. Population is growing at a record rate. In the next 10 years, the increase is conservatively estimated at 35 million. That's equal to the present combined metropolitan population of our five biggest cities, namely New York, Chicago, LA, Detroit, and Philadelphia. Imagine new industries, new scientific breakthroughs, expanding markets, all spell opportunity. This is good news. This is most wonderful time to be alive. All signs point to a second demand for top-level people in every hill. People who have superior ability to influence others, to direct their work, to serve them in a leadership capacity. All the people who will fill those leadership positions are all adults or new adults right now. One of them is you. The guarantee of a boom is not, of course, a guarantee of personal success. Over the long pool, the United States has always been booming. But just a fast glance showed that millions and millions of people, in fact the majority of them struggle but don't really succeed. The majority of folks still plug along in mediocrity despite the record opportunity of the last two decades. And in the boom period ahead, most people will continue to worry, to be afraid, to crawl through life feeling unimportant, unappreciated, not able to do what they want to do. As a result, the performance will earn them petty reward, petty happiness, those who convert opportunity into reward, and let me say, I sincerely believe you are one of those, or else you would rely on luck and not bother with this book, will be those wise people who learn how to think themselves to succeed. Walk in. The door to success is open wider than ever before. Put yourself on record now that you are going to join and select group that is getting what it wants from life. Here is the first step towards success. It's a basic step. It can be avoided. Step one, believe in yourself. Believe you can succeed. And that is the end of this amazing chapter. I think from my, my voice tone and my excitement, you can understand how much this chapter is important for me and how 
hopefully will be important for you because I think as a basis, as a fundamental, you just can use this chapter and you can stick to this chapter alone. The rest of the book is amazing and there are many books, many talks, many podcasts, many everything, a lot of information that are that is amazing and inspiring and informative and educational. However, I think that at least for me, like this should be a chapter that one keeps to heart and reads aloud or reads to himself, reads to oneself each and every day because that's truly what we truly really really need is the belief in ourselves and i really like the mr triumph mr defeat point because we have to understand that even though those principles are very simple and straightforward it doesn't mean that it's gonna be easy and by that i mean that mr defeat has been here for a while whereas mr triumph has been occasionally invited but not really invited to stay longer so to speak so in order to slowly but surely get rid of this mr defeat because we are attached to mr defeat somehow it's like being attached to someone you with even though it's a bad relationship it's hard to get to let go sometimes and it will take some time and i'm saying this not to discourage any of you but you to, to encourage the, the positive mindset of being patient with oneself, being patient with yourself and acknowledge from the get-go that yes, it might take time because once you know it can take time and you know that you need to be kind and patient with yourself, you have more belief in your ability to do so. Whereas when you want too much too soon because yes, this simple concept is very practical and very straightforward, but if you think that you will get results right now, right away, it will be counterintuitive and counterproductive because as soon as you do this and you believe that you, your expectations are too high too soon, you might get little to no result and be discouraged and quit. Whereas if you know that it will take longer, you can be happy about the process and allow those small incremental gains and progress and acknowledge and be grateful for them because every time Mr. Triumph becomes stronger and every time you spend a day with more positive thoughts than negative thoughts and every day incrementally you get more and more comfortable with being closer to Mr. Triumph instead of Mr. Defeat and one day you realize that Mr. Defeat is pretty much gone you have let go of him you have let go so much of him that you barely noticed that he wasn't here anymore because you have been so focused on the positive side. So that's what I really encourage you to do in order to get to this level is really, really try your best to stay with Mr. Triumph as much as possible. Make him work in this thought factory. I love the way he, he put it. Thought factory. Let, let him manufacture more. Because each day, each moment, there's always a way you can choose. Yes, there's always two ways you can choose. You can choose to see the good or see the bad. And both are always available. But choose to see the good and there's more and more good to be seen. And less and less bad to be acknowledged, you know? So that's what you guys should do. That's what we should all do. It's like believe in ourselves and it does take time. And believe in what you do. Because that sometimes I think for creators like me, for example, we can struggle with this because we think it's never good enough. It doesn't matter. You don't know if it's good enough. Just think 
and believe it will be good enough and keep on believing it's good enough. And that's the most important thing. Being consistent and perseverant. Like in this law of attraction community and this positive thing, we think like we just think like, well, you just, okay, it's a one thing thing and uh, manifestation are instantaneously coming to us. And it's true, like at one point it is instantaneously depending on, on the manifestation, obviously. But there is a process to get to this level where everything becomes effortless because effortless comes along the way of putting effort to begin with. So put the right effort in. I'm not saying you have to kill yourself at it, but you have to have a discipline of the mind and guard your thoughts along the way and have this strict mental diet of not allowing Mr. Defeat to work at all. And even if you see Mr. Defeat going at work, stop him kicking right in the fucking nuts and go back to Mr. Triumph and give him the work. You know, every time you see Mr. Defeat starting to go at work, stop him right in the tracks and go back to Mr. Triumph and focus more on Mr. Triumph, focus more, focus more, and you'll see like this, this Mr. Defeat will be long gone. And that's all I can hope for you guys. I'm pumped up. I really love doing this. I really hope you can benefit from this talk and I really appreciate if you can like, share, subscribe. It really does help me grow this channel and I hope I can provide you guys with more and more amazing content like this. And I hope your words and the words of David Schwartz will help. Thank you so much.